here we go. Okay, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official podcast. That has no, no name, name yet. <laughs> we have a special guest here, and it's his birthday. Hello. I'm 24, and I'm George. So today we are going to be talking about separating the art from its artiste. Yep, can you name an example? Um, a common problem today, and something that I care a lot about, is um, the scandal that's been happening in, or the former Burger Records, as I'm not sure if they're going to rebrand and come back with something entirely different with different bands, which I would do if I were a company, but several of the bands signed to this record company label have had allegations out against some of the members of rape, sexual assault, things like that, and most of them have been true, and it's caused the entire label to be shut down. Um, this isn't the first case of something like this happening, but it is to me the most significant and one that has had the most kind of results following immediately. Um, George, do you have any any input? Uh, yeah, I was thinking that like um, I don't know. I was thinking about Richard Wagner. Um, he's an anti-Semite, but I still totally respect his work. So I don't know if we can separate the two things, like. Um, there's a famous story tell the story where uh, he was w working for King Ludwig of Bavaria and he was doing a performance of Parsifal and Ludwig picked out for him a Jewish composer, a conductor, sorry, conductor for his for the play and, and Wagner was like absolutely not, we can't have a Jewish composer and Ludwig was like, you know, everybody's the same, why do you care? And Wagner said, absolutely, Parsifal is a German play, I'm the last person to stand for that sort of thing in German history. Obviously, he was not the last person to say that sort of thing in German history. Point being, it was important that he was an anti-Semite. He was one of the great Nazi composers, and in any case, he's nonetheless a great composer. Are There's there no any other that. Nazi composers? I'm sorry, it's just you said one of the great ones, and I was wondering. I haven't heard of any. I don't want to exclude any Nazi composer experts who might be out there. There's This is a, a field about which I know little. Um, possibly Beethoven, they actually loved Ode to Joy, which is like a, a song about all men being brothers and united by this feeling of joy, and they loved it, even though that they weren't really into that sort of thing in practice. So it's just, it's funny how, how art can just totally not be taken seriously by the people who listen to it, or who experience it. <coughs> but on the other hand, you can totally separate it from the artist. So it seems like it's something people do naturally. Um, anyway, like with the Bible, there's loads of Christians who are totally contrary to Jesus's life. Um, me personally, with the Growlers, which I think is more of a modern take on something similar to that, and I'm sure they go down in the same kind of infamy now. Mm -hmm. um, now, whenever, because most of my playlists cons consisted of bands that I didn't really know were a part of this record label at first, but after looking more into it and seeing like their catalog, I realized that all of them were assigned to this label and I kind of feel a little deceived. A little kind of like this was some weird cult. Um, but now whenever I hear songs by any of these bands, I kind of feel a little torn between whether I should listen to them and praise them in the same way that I did before 
or if I should stop listening to them and shouldn't give them any more acknowledgement considering the fact that they are potentially a sale I don't know what you call it pedophiles predators 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 Jay um, comments on your thing on anything floor is open um so my example is to do with a book series that everybody knows about and that series is Harry Potter and so recently and actually the past few years the author of said books has been very problematic uh, when it comes to the LGBTQ community uh, specifically uh, those who are trans and she has released a lot of you know transphobic comments and so you know the book community is kind of up in arms and trying to figure out what's the best course of action because obviously you don't really want to support someone like that and you know continue to put money in their pocket but unfortunately you know she created one of the biggest franchises out there and it's kind of hard to kind of separate yourself from that especially when you grew up with it so it's kind of like you know, what do you do? Do you stop reading the books? Do you stop buying the books? Stop buying merch? You know, like what exactly would you do? For me personally, um, you know, I already own a set of the books. I don't really need to buy another set. Um, I do own like Funko Pops and there's still some that I want to get and I do plan on getting it because for me, I'm just not going to let someone's you know disgusting words affect me you know if it wasn't as big as it was then maybe it'd be different but like I said I and a lot of other people grew up with that series um have you you've read the series haven't you um I haven't read them personally and but I do know a lot of people that have actually I haven't read them either I saw the movies (laughs) (laughs) just to put that out there I haven't read them yet but and it's also really weird and I wouldn't say that it's ironic because it's kind of sad but a lot of people that do like the Harry Potter series are LGBTQ and exactly have identified with the characters and I know that in the past few years she was praised for kind of her inclusive inclusiveness of characters or what they claim to be like oh this character is such and such She's so inclusive, you know, it's just making it feel like it was... So, to go off that, there have been claims that she has been queer baiting. Do you believe that is so? I know that near the end of, like, this whole... um, Where everyone thought she was being so inclusive and loved everyone, that a lot of people were saying that she was... um, I had a point, and then I lost it. <laughs> it's fine. Just go ahead, George. Okay, I'm... Well, you, you were talking about how you grew up with the series, and you were talking about how um, she's still doing all this that mm-hmm. stuff. Anyway, I was thinking, despite all of that, I could be wrong. I would still, you know, freely ask somebody what Harry Potter house they were. I just wouldn't care at all. Exactly. So, like, my question to you is, like would you read the harry potter like series to your children 
Like, would you have it around your children? Like, that's a lo- that's a big debate that's going on right now. Is people are struggling to figure out so, like, should I continue to have this series in my life or should I like get rid of it completely? For something like this, I would say that there is, or you should separate the art from the artist because um, she is not the book series. She may have been at one point, and everyone has held her to that, but now that this has come to light, there should be a clear removal. And um, people should read it to their children. I'd say that there is room for the next generation to love these books in the same way that everybody has already, but they should do it with the exclaimer that, you know, here's what the author did, yeah, and don't be like that, or, you know, let's learn from her. Yeah, and, you know, people have also brought up that the fact that, you know, some of the books are problematic, but the thing is, there's a lot of books that are problematic that are still being read. Sure. And it's just like, you know, where's the line drawn? Now, obviously, if you do choose to want to not, like, support the books at all, you're absolutely welcome to that choice. Um, But my main thing is just, like, if someone chooses to continue to read the books and you know show them to the children like we shouldn't shame them because like i said a lot of us grew up with this series and it's not really something that we can just like toss aside i think also the way a book works and the way creativity works it sort of takes on a life outside of whoever you happen to be and so if you're a writer it's something's being written through you like it's in my opinion it's not like um just because she's a transphobe, whatever she produces is transphobic. In my opinion, I don't right. think I just don't think that's how the human. I think she something very well might have channeled through her, possessed her, some sort of muse, that sort of thing. Right. Um, going back to the um, music, and I would say this happens a lot in all musicians, where they have kind of a persona that they take on when they're doing stage production or stage productions, when they do like concerts, live performances. And the one time that I did actually see the Growlers in person, I did notice that the lead singer, Brooks Nielsen, he was kind of cocky. He was, was really weird. And I did notice that a lot of the audience, they were teen girls. A lot of people that have been claiming that men from bands under this, or yeah, under the same um, record label have been, yeah, the accusations against mm-hmm. But a lot of teen girls. Um, and they were all kind of, like, fawning over him. Him particularly, not, like, none of the other members. Him being Brooks Nielsen. Yes. So, like, the lead singer, he was just getting all sorts of attention from teen girls in the audience that had no business kind of fawning over a 30-something-year-old man. So they were saying things in the, um, like, the audience like of the show. screaming. They yeah. were like, oh, spit on me, like, choke me, you know, things like that. And it was really, really weird. And I personally wouldn't... I thought that was too much, kind of. Like, even at the end, he had a glass of water that he was drinking, and he, like, gave it to someone in the audience, and she kind of, like, raised it up. And she's like, ah, oh, he gave me his water! And she, like, drank it, and it was... I I have no clue. I think that there's kind of something to be said there, too. But the rationalization would be something like, oh, they're screaming at the persona of yes. Brooks Nielsen. They're not screaming at the man with, screaming at the, man with the two children. Yeah. And, you know, they're probably having sex with the persona, too. (laughs) Exactly. So maybe I was asking, or kind of the point was, where's the disconnection between the persona that artists take on Mm -hmm. from their actual lives? I don't know. 
So when do they stop becoming the person that they are in front of cameras, in front of the audiences? That's a good question. And did J.K. Rowling get caught up in that? <laughs> I mean, for her, I just feel like she really just... I don't know. She did herself a disservice. Because obviously, Harry Potter and the movies, everything has been out for years already before... I mean, apparently she's been saying really bad stuff for years, but, you know, her whole series has been out for probably, like, a decade at this point, and so it's just, like... But if you're J.K. Rowling, I feel like you would have a kind of a conscience to be set, like, you know, don't say this, people will hate you for it, and it's like, what, why didn't that happen for her? Like, what made her want to stick so strongly to those views that she had to, you know, air it out? on Twitter or wherever, whatever happened. Yeah. Well, maybe she's just powerful, and so she no longer stands to lose from saying something that might make people hate her. Like, if you're the, um... This is a stupid example. If you're the Queen of England, and people hate you, you don't care, because you're the Queen of England. Yeah, she's already rich. You know, like, why would she care if people stop buying it? You know? But it just kind of seems like she's made herself the enemy now. Like, um... It's just weird how everyone used to praise her so highly and now they can't stand her. It also sucks too because she has other book series and now people are not wanting to read those other book series. So, Although I did hear about her other book series and this is kind of something that people were like, why didn't we know sooner? And the reason why they started to call her transphobic is because one of the characters in it was something and they just kind of... I don't really remember. I haven't read these books. I read it somewhere Me either. Online. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and they were saying that this character was either trans or something like that. And they... This she, character was, like, the butt of jokes, pretty much. Yeah, she portrayed them in a bad yeah. way. I heard that, too. Hmm. And I... That does happen, though. I mean, it's not like... No one should do it, and I hate it when it happens, but people kind of portray LGBT characters characters as the jokes. Yeah. Or, you know, not serious characters. Well, let me think. If I was trans, and I had children, and I was showing the book to them, I would be like, okay, the person who wrote this book probably isn't the best. But you should be aware of the book. It's an important book. Yeah. So it's, like, culturally significant with a removal to the original author. Right. See, the thing is, I wouldn't even really, like, talk about the author at all with my kids until yeah. they got, like, maybe, like, teenage years or something. Because, like, children, they don't know what any of this means. They don't care. Okay. It's like a book about wizards, and it's like a school, and it's magic. And so that's, that's like, one of my main points. It's, like, it's just, it's a good series that I think everyone should get to experience. And I will read it one day. <laughs> Is the problem there that magic is, like, sort of hard to understand and, like, difficult to explain? No, not really. It's just, like, I don't know. (laughs) She just, I just, like, she just did a, I think even more so, like, obviously the series got more popular because of the movies. And, you know, and actually, I did actually read the first book when I was younger, but I just never continued it because they're really big books and so just the movies for me like I like books that are very visual 
because I, you know, books are kind of an escape for me. Mm-hmm. And I like being, you know, transported to a new world and having a movie series come out about when, you know, about wizards and witches and, you know, all that stuff. It's even better, especially for kids, because now they get to see all everything happening. It's not just being read to them or it's not them reading it themselves. Now they get to see it. And now they can pretend to be, you know, a little wizard or whatever. So it's just, ooh. Another example is um, the actor who plays Darth Maul. Just, I don't know, one of the, is, um, he, this is really not something worth ooing about. <laughs> he, he abused his children. Oh no! Um, Oof. And, um, anyway, I bring it up because, um, you know, I'm not really sure anybody enjoyed those movies anyway, but, uh. I think that they're, they're, they're held to the same cultural significance as Harry Potter is. Okay. <laughs> I'm wrong. But still, that is weird, and I, I'm not sure that one like minor character in an entire books movie series would kind of damn the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it either. But um, that made me think of, and it's kind of like a switch in topics. But is Twilight culturally significant, and should you let your preteens teenagers no. read it? No. Is it toxic or something? Yes, it is. I but still, I, I, I read them. I like them. I think that we had, like, a whole little vampire movement back in look, 2010. Look, we, let's just say this, like, look, we're kind of doing this podcast for fun. You know, we're stuck at home, you know, whatever. And if there was anyone watching this, viewing this, you know, listening to this, they've tuned out now like they heard the word twilight they're gone I mean, they we, can left. Say, we can say whatever we want now all I, bets are off no i'm just like <laughs> i i liked twilight i liked the last movie mm-hmm. of twilight i can really get into twilight why did you bring it up let's talk about it yeah let's see go okay ahead, let's i do got this, this. Let's, talk about, this. let's talk about the pope's people the weird papacy vampire the let's talk about twilight first all right and then all we'll right. get to that okay. <laughs> here we go so from a book sto- pan- yeah. the book standpoint, and I'll, I'll get into the books, you guys can get into the movies if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of the movies. Go for it. I don't re- remember <laughs> the book. I did actually read the books, surprisingly. Because me and big books just don't get along because of my ADD. Like, I can't. It's just too much to get through. But... Go ahead. So it was a movie night with my family, and for some reason we rented Twilight on DVD. I don't know why, but <laughs> it, I, I fell in love with it. I really liked it. I think everyone else fell asleep, and I was just like, oh, this movie's so great. So I started reading the books, and um, the books are... When I read them, I was nine, ten years old, and I loved them. They were amazing, but a lot of people have problems with them, say that they're not written well they're poorly written they're just yeah but i will say that all the characters and the time that was put into making these characters is really good so they're like fleshed out they have backstories it's just that the situations that they're applied to does not make any sense by any standards like why would a 117 year old vampire be going to high school for like the 20th time that just doesn't make any sense i barely liked high school the first time so, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't really understand. It had so many plot holes in it that it was, I, I think part of it was that it was, um, it was somehow easily understandable. Um, I don't really, yeah. Everyone I never loves a good romance. So it wasn't even a good romance. It really isn't. It's just, it's, yeah. Well, see, the thing with that though, is that he didn't have a choice. 
But at the same time, he did have a choice because instead of portraying them as high schoolers, he could have just been like, they're 22. Yeah, exactly. And now they don't have to go to high school. I don't know why they decided <laughs> to make that choice. And but then, like, like in the last book or the last movie, they kind of, like, got married. And then that was my favorite. They, like, have to live out the rest of their lives or they don't have to, but, you know as adults and it's like why can't they have done that from the beginning saved True. looking like a pedophile by you know getting involved with a 17 year old girl who's see let's talk about clumsy, that but also though. very popular see, let's talk it's about really weird that. because like what is he like 500 and something He's 117, 117. <laughs> i don't care age is just a He's number old ah! And it shouldn't be in high school in the first place. Grandfather getting with their buddy looks young. His yeah, whole, exactly. His hormones <laughs> are so all the weird. same. Uh, <laughs> that's like the main problem. Is like yeah, why? That's, that's it. No one thought about this at the time. They're like, oh, I want a vampire boyfriend. No, you it's don't. Like, no. <laughs> it is weird that they man it. They sent it in that direction. But the key here might be. That um, in this story, as far as I know, most of the plot points are just things happening to Bella. Yeah, she just sort of gets swept up. In like this I world. said, she's portrayed as being clumsy and like plain looking, but also everyone wants to be her friend for no reason. She's like awkward and like, but everyone's like, oh my god, Bella, she's, she's well, see, the me- wasn't the reason why he got a, like attack attracted to her in the first place because he couldn't read her thoughts. Yes, yes. So she was just special for like a zillion reasons, and everybody <laughs> wanted to pay attention to her. That was the key. And um, anyway, so, but the question is, why did Stephanie Meyer feel the need to make it specifically 117-year-old vampire? Was that just her projecting her own thing onto a, what could have been a perfectly good No, she, what she did was she went online and uh, to a random number generator website, <laughs> hit a button, it was like 117. But um, the backstory <laughs> the behind Edward and why he was turned into a vampire is because he had Spanish influenza, mm-hmm. so. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> I was like, no. what? I was like, that's so random. Like, I'm out of all the things. I was like, oh my god. Um, Esme was dead, but they they would happen. She they thought she was dead, but she died of heartbreak or something like that. Mm, It's not a thing. It's really weird. (laughs) So many. I told you these characters had like great back or they had backstories, (laughs) very detailed backstories, but little to nothing to do with the plot really. All right, well, okay, let's talk about the the werewolves, the wolves. Okay, can I say something? Only seen from uh, New Moon that I remember. I've seen New Moon like four times for some reason. Is I also kind of like New Moon. I don't know why. It was this mountain. It was really cold. And Edward came into the hut and um, and Bella was really cold. And so the werewolf man was that keeping was her warm. That was eclipse, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, yeah. His name is, what is it? Jacob, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, that's his name. And Edward was like mad. He's like, "Why are you doing that?" And Jacob was like, "I have to. You're, you're, you don't have any body. She's gonna die. Off. She's gonna die of cold." And Edward grumbled, and then he walked away. <laughs> so one of my biggest disappointments with, like, um, with the books, I guess, was in the last book when they had they they like gotten all these vampires together to kind of like testify on their behalf that their daughter was half human. And then they got everyone together. They were, like, training. They were like, we're going to fight if we need to. And then they didn't fight. So they got, like, to the battlegrounds or whatever. They talked for a few minutes. And that was it. They didn't fight in the books? No. <laughs> I remember a girl in my high school complained wait, about Wait, so the me. whole, wait, anyway. so the fight in the movie didn't happen? Yeah, they did that to make it more interesting than this, them talking. So there was this whole side plot point where Bella went to, um, Jasper was some kind of attorney guy on the side or something. 
and she went to his business partner and she got a fake passport for Renesmee and Jacob in case that they needed to get out of the country. It never, never happened. They didn't need this. This is just something that occurred for some reason. It confused me when I first read the can books. We, can we talk about the fact that Jacob imprinted on oh, the baby? Oh, no! In a book already riddled with pedophilia. <laughs> the baby ages really fast. I think it's about the age of That's not... Okay, but, but he... But he, yeah, he imprinted on her when he she... took one look at she her. She came out of the JJ and he was like, ooh, I'm gonna hit that. Imprinting is not what imprinting is. <laughs> It's just a, it's a wolf thing. <laughs> you would On a baby? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I, don't I mean, know. they, okay, well, I, I do not know exactly what imprinting would be in real wolves, but in the movie, they implied it was some extra shit. I knew a duck. When a duck sees <laughs> something, you know, when a baby duck first sees something, it no. says, that thing is my mom. Whatever the thing is, the sure. thing could be a... Uh, an elephant. Okay, but that's not the same <laughs> as a grown-ass man being like, that baby's gonna be my wife one day. Something like, else. What? Okay, so in the books, it is true. they also had, like, for most of the time that Bella was pregnant, it was considered part two, but it was Jacob's point of view, so it was pretty much the story from his point of view, from that point. And there's this thing, he was, like, really sad and gloomy, and he went out with one of his werewolf friends, and he was hanging out with the girl that he imprinted on, and she was a four-year-old. And I was like, what? So he was babysitting her. And In just the like, book? Yeah, he was babysitting her. Like, yeah, we can't control who we imprint on Jacob. And I was like, what? Wait, who had a four-year-old? Um, One of his friends, one of his little buddies. I don't I remember. Don't, I don't think I read all the books. <laughs> but she was a toddler, and he was just, like, hanging out. Like, being real buddy-buddy with his four-year-old. Like, yeah. Waiting for her to grow up. Exactly. And I was like, what? So, like... Like I said, the fourth book kind of was off the rails. I didn't know what was going on for most Bro. of it. It's so weird. I've I've really I really can't imagine. I I just my head keeps thinking like maybe Stephanie Meyer thinks that people are as no that doesn't work either. I was thinking maybe she thinks that people are as old as they seem to be, and so that's why once the if the baby ages fast and it's. I don't know. The thing that's annoying about Twilight is that it's, like, different from, like, every other vampire movie out there. Like, vampires don't fucking sparkle. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's just so different. But it was made for teenagers. And they can't make it too complicated or the teenagers wouldn't want to watch it. So, it was just a mess. (laughs) And they put in a whole bunch of stuff that didn't quite really make any sense. Really? Yeah. That's the way it goes sometimes. I don't know. I was thinking about this art and artist question, and I had this idea, okay, if you have a spider and it has a web, then the spider doesn't know how, it, first of all, it doesn't know how pretty the web is. It just is no, it doesn't even know, it might not even know what the web looks like because it just sits in the middle of it all day. And it has no idea of like the social implications of the web because it's just a spider. It's just not that smart. And, um, anyway, maybe that's, that's all Stephanie Meyer is. It's just a, a, a cog in a, in a, in a vast machine. I thought you were going to say she was a spider. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But even in the movie, I will say that they did a good job with holding my interest with the aesthetics. Like, I loved the idea of, like, when these people turned into vampires, they were infinitely prettier than they were as humans. They, you know... 
they just they all looked really pretty to me. Well, wow. One good example is the baseball scene. There's a scene where they all play yes. baseball. That was and cool. um, anyway, and they look all look extremely handsome. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, they they, they kind of did Bella dirty with the whole turn beautiful thing because. Yeah, they just, see, that's they just gave weird. her some concealer and they, some sparkles. They really couldn't do much with her Oof, as they presented her. <laughs> no, no, don't say like that. <laughs> Kirsten Stewart, she's very pretty, but I'm just saying, like, this character, and everyone will agree that they just, like, picked the wrong person to play Bella, and, like, in the first well, place. See, but see, they didn't, though. That's the thing. She fits really well in, like, the first two, maybe first three movies. But when it came to her being a vampire, that's when I was kind of like, you know, but like she was supposed to be like, you know, moody and different and, you know, kind of like outcasty, but not really because people liked her. But then, like you said, like she becomes vampire and she's supposed to be like suddenly beautiful and this and that. And it was just like she was a little awkward for me. So, but she did put I I do think she played the role great in like the first three movies. It's just until the last two, which ironically, like I said, the last two like are my favorite. But I I'd like to talk about a scene that in the in the from from the books that Mm -hmm. kind of tripped me up in an infinitely long book of things that tripped me up as a child. Um, The scene on their honeymoon when they first like you know, consummated the marriage. That was weird. He he broke the bed. and They showed that like, in the movie. Yeah, but, like, in the book, it was kind of weird because they didn't, like, outwardly say they were having sex. They didn't. They were just kind of, like, tiptoeing around and using a lot of oh, words. That. And I was like, what's going on? So, <laughs> but they broke the bed? Yeah, it was like, ah. Uh, he was like, like I've super been strong. waiting so long. And it was really weird. And then after that... She was like, we should do it again. And I was like, what? Yeah, like, if you think it's bad in the books, like, they they showed that scene in the movie, and it was just as bad as the movie, like, seeing, like, the bed break, and his, like, his hands up against the wall, and it's just like, I'm young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I read a really interesting article about what it would be like if Superman could have sex, like, um, because he's so strong that, like, first of all, he might she break would have the to be person. on top. Yeah, that, but even then, <laughs> presumably his 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 um his uh, spermatozoas are also super, <laughs> and if they really are faster than a speeding bullet and <laughs> and everything and it's strong, just really capable oh, no. of, of blocking all sorts of things, they would just go right through the the uterine lining, and um and like um. Like little 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 bullets and uh, just so you're trying to say he'll kill her? Just cause a lot of insulation, possibly oh kill God. her. And there's a lot of them, and they would just go right through, you know. Well, I will say in the book, um, Twilight, <laughs> <laughs> they got they got very con- concerned and confused when she was pregnant. They were like, no, no, "How no, did this happen?" <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh, I remember reading this this thing once where there's a 98 year old guy that got his wife pregnant. Sperm never dies." I'm like, "What?" Okay. And so it was really weird. A lot of people were really confused man, because this man is undead, pretty much. <laughs> I don't understand why undead men are different. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like an undead I mean, woman can't have a baby. Well, yeah, exactly. But she wasn't undead yet. Like she wasn't a vampire. No, yet. but it's like in general. Like, why can't any of these? But other okay, vampires? so in other movies, do do they say that like vampires don't have sperm anymore? Like, no. is that like an this actual? This is like a brand new thing that they brought up. Like 
in so the, in Twilight, he wasn't supposed to have any. Dracula no, I'm just saying, like, okay. <laughs> and a human books, girlfriend. Sorry. In the books, they were kind of like weird. They were like, "Wow, how did I get pregnant?" And I mean, they happened in the movie too, but it was just like they were confused as to why this happened at, at all. Is what I'm saying. Well, because I think vampire women can't have kids. Yeah, and that's so I think that's why they were confused because she had the baby after she became a vampire. But no, she no, got- no, I'm saying like. When, in the scene when she found out she was pregnant, she was like, how can this happen? You're a vampire. They were confused at, like that. So they never fucking explained it? In the book, it's implied that it's because men can have babies, like, throughout their entire lives. Or can, you know, produce children. Yeah. I hate it here. It's like some sort of infertility <laughs> idea. Like, it's yeah. probably related to the idea that men are fertile through their entire lives and women yes. are not. Um, however, that that logic does, does it doesn't logically follow. It just is clearly related to that idea. Um, possibly the problem is that and, Edward is 117. And, and something else that I'm just thinking about it now, like I'm processing this entire book. Um, they were thinking about like, oh, we have to get rid of the baby. And like Edward was really mad because he was like, it's going to kill you, Bella. And she was like, I don't care. I want to have this kid. And something that weighed heavily on that decision for her to like keep the child was that Rosalie couldn't have babies. And she was, well, of course she couldn't, but she was like, she couldn't have children. And she was, like, angry that Edward even wanted to, you know, Bella felt bad for Rosalie because she couldn't have kids. And she really wanted children. And so, that was weird, too. It's tremendously strange. Yeah, the whole series. A lot of, like I said, the characters have a lot going on with them. The plot did not. (laughs) Do you think it's relevant that it took place precisely in Oregon? Like, you couldn't really have a vampire story in Arizona, right? There's too much. Washington. (laughs) Washington. Pacific Northwest should have just said Pacific Northwest. Um, I kept my mouth shut. The, the reason wow. why they were there in the first place, the Collins, was because there isn't a lot of sunshine, I guess, right. in Washington, yeah. and so they can be outside more. Which, once again, they're vampires. No one knows that they exist. No one knows that you know well, the Collins are even like people. So they could have hid out in like a cave. They don't have but to. But see, the be thing they didn't want to. And also, wasn't he? Isn't Mr. Cullen a doctor or yeah, something? Yeah, So that's why, because they were well, they were just trying to live their normal lives and go to high school. I understand that. But like I said, like why would they choose to be like under the cover of adopted children, high school students? The blonde ones were twins. <laughs> it's just a lot was going on there. Which I ones were twins? Rosalie and Jasper. Everyone's like, oh yeah, they're the the twins. I didn't remember that. <laughs> It's just really strange how they came up with this entire elaborate story and literally no one cares. Jasper and Alice literally made that movie. Yes, they did. <laughs> it wasn't for them. Yes, they did. That whole thing would have tanked. So sad. <laughs> well, I'm, I would think if I was a teacher at that school, I'd realize that something was going on with Yeah, that's kids. what I'm saying. I was like, they could have easily have made their lives a lot simpler if they just chose like to do professional jobs like edward as a construction worker or something yes well, he looks like a grown well, man well, exactly the, well see the thing was they don't age that's why but none of them look 17 to me they least. don't but He's the been thing is by when they society. go to school with all the rest of the high schoolers and the other high schooler starts getting older and suddenly the other high schoolers are like 87 and they look 87 and then these motherfuckers I mean, over here still look 22 there are like um people that look like babies i mean if they were I'm just now that I'm thinking about it, like Alice as a fashion designer, 
why didn't we have these stories instead of like what we got as these boring high school students that like never it wasn't really relevant to anything that happens that they were in high school yeah i guess that's it. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> i would have them all live in antarctica and they just they just hang out there it's like the big chill it's just they all relax and get to know each other they didn't have I'm the budget you. for that Alice is a fashion designer, like an eccentric, you know, never comes out except for at night kind of fashion designer. Her weird husband. And just go I'm to, like, gonna rewrite this entire series now. And what do they do? They go to like you know parties and they yeah, and then they're like Edward, my 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 brother, and they're just like siblings, but they're you know. I think that Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey did this all wrong. This whole fan fiction deal, mm-hmm. all wrong. <laughs> So many good ideas. I do not want to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I just well, there's two sequels. I, oh, I own the books. Oh goodness! I actually, funny thing is, I bought them from Dollar Tree. <laughs> so, did not pay full price for those books and never read them. I don't think anyone has ever. I mean, except for like middle-aged women. <laughs> no one's read these books. Have you seen, uh, have you ever seen or read the Divergent books? Yeah, have you seen the movies about Hunger Games? Really? Really? you never seen Hunger Games? No. See, I, like, peaked early, so, like, my knowledge of teen-related movies that everyone loved was Twilight, and that was it. I just, like, stopped after that. <laughs> That's so sad. So I never really got into the whole, like, you know, like, everything else that everyone was into. I don't know why. I just never really was interested in it. Well, we wouldn't say that just because somebody wrote a book incompetently that they're, like, an incompetent human being, as long as they're making money, right? True. Okay, so I didn't want to get into it, but 13 Reasons Why. I I will, actually. That's another one I've, like, partially read the book on and have seen the first season of the show. But I'd say that it has the opposite effect of what 13 Reasons Why, or, wow, (laughs) of what Twilight did, which was on... Good characters, bad plot. Mm-hmm. It had an okay-ish plot-ish, okay-ish-ish. The book was way better than the show. But the characters are trash, all of them. Yeah, but the book was definitely better than Netflix. I hated the book, and that's that. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the book, but definitely comparing the two, like the book was way better. But my issue lies more with the fact that they he clearly needed some money, and he allowed them to make three more seasons when they really were not needed so like in the book a lot of they changed a lot of things for the show to make him more interesting because in the book i know that the girl the um one from the show that was um, a closeted lesbian who had to she disappeared she had gay parents and she was afraid that she was gonna it still makes me mad it does but But what made i think what made me matter which i don't really remember season two all that much but like she from what i do remember she disappeared like literally after season one like i heard i think she moved or something they like made her character move or something happened happened is like no one liked her character because she was so infuriating she was because it was just like it made no sense to me that someone with gay parents would be afraid to come out i just i it baffles me but um the whole series was just a mess I know. It really, it was. I just can't, I can't even justify it. I don't even think I finished. Well, see, I didn't even finish it, but I already got, I already got spoiled for like season four. So luckily I don't really need to finish it. 
Um, but I will say, I will say, I was disappointed with the ending. I only watched season one because I was like, that's it. Uh, that's just that's in case done. anyone's never watched it, I'll just say, like, a character who pretty much it was a character that kind of had a redemption arc ended up dying from something that was like very unexpected and very like for me at least out of nowhere but then I could have missed something that could have led up to that but other than that it was just like should have left it at season one just called it a day because um what was it I feel bad for saying this because she very much was a victim, even if it's like a fictional character, but I had no sympathy for Hannah, like, throughout, like, the middle parts of it, of the season pretty much, because, like, nothing that was going on was really, you know, something that anybody else could be faulted for. She pretty much, I I wouldn't say she threw herself into these situations, but even, yeah, she was asking to be, like, victimized. But which situations, though? Because there are some situations um, that are definitely... Everything like, up until the Bryce thing. Okay, like, yeah. everything up until that. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> oh, no, specify like said, that for our viewers. I feel bad for it. Because like, <laughs> Cause there was definitely some a couple of things, maybe just that one thing, but a couple of things that happened that was definitely... But even, like, afterwards, when she went to the, um, to the, um, that counselor's office and she was like what if I did something that I'm not proud of and he was like well yeah I mean blah 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 it was really weird because I was like why wouldn't she just tell him and I know that like it's not an easy thing to talk about but he can't be faulted because he did dismiss it pretty quickly but all the same I mean he wasn't the only adult that she could have trusted at that moment well see I think they were mostly playing I think not playing on the fact but like trying to show that in real life that does happen and then people do go to people most sometimes multiple people and all of them dismiss it because they have no proof or yeah. you know that person is the star athlete and it's like no way that was weird too because because we literally have a situation like that in real life where the person is like oh well yeah. you know that didn't really happen even though he was literally caught by people but you know also people really do ask to be victimized like the people in your garage concert now they might have been asking to be victimized in name only sort of a um like it's not anyway but it's 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 hard it's hard to think about but yeah some things that were like kind of happening i was like huh but then there's other things that was like oh well now i get it that's why i would say everything up until like or yeah everything before that point i don't remember everything i don't either um there's a thing with the girl that kissed her and that was weird because she was like, why would you do this? And then, like, not, you know, she just got angry at her for some reason. Yeah, like, the whole thing with Clay is, like, <laughs> that she got mad at him too. because he, she liked him and he, he didn't, like, he liked her, but he didn't speak up in time or some, sh- like, he's not a mind reader. Like, <laughs> uh, that's not fair. Like, that's what I think what made me really upset. I was like, well, that's not fair. Like, he can't read your mind. Yeah, exactly. And then even that um one where she got angry at the other guy, the, 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 Alex? I no, um, that? Oh yeah, she got angry at him because he was writing notes to her, or he was stealing notes, or something happened that was like really not his fault. Like, they were kind of talking like romantically, but something it was really weird. I don't even remember, it was just that stupid that I couldn't even like process it. But 
like I said, she kind of lost my sympathy in the middle, but kind of... I, I wouldn't honestly, say that I'm, like, sympathy, I honestly you know. think, because, like I said, I don't remember the book at all, but I honestly think the whole Bryce thing is what actually made her do that. Yeah. Because, it, like you said, it everything was leading up to that, like, yes, obviously, mental health is a serious thing, and everyone can go through things differently and process things differently, so, like, we're not trying to dismiss it at all, but, like, when you're doing a show like this, like... You know, it can be very triggering for people, and people go through stuff that's similar like this in real life. But you got to make sure, like, that you're not overplaying. Like, a lot of people were trying to say, like, that oh, they were glorifying it. Yes. Because some of the things, it's just like that you know, didn't really make that sense. That is true. Because I think that what it was trying to do, and especially with the whole aspect of sending tapes out to the people that played a hand in it, is trying to make them feel bad to the point yeah. of doing something just as bad and. I think, I don't, I haven't seen any of the other seasons, but it kind of, the whole thing traumatized Clay to acting really crazy and weird. I think what really <laughs> traumatized him was seeing her fucking ghost everywhere. That, like, be too. dead. <laughs> but it was like, even after, like, leading up to that point, because she had gone to Bryce's house and went into this party knowing that he was kind of, like, touchy and... That he had actually done this to a girl that she'd considered a friend beforehand. But did she actually know? Yeah, or before? she didn't know it was him, maybe. Cause I'm gonna say, cause I'm remember. pretty sure I... But he also grabbed her butt in, like, an earlier part. Well, yeah, but she probably didn't think he would do that, though, just because he did that. I and wouldn't really put those two together. Fair enough. I mean, like, I wouldn't say that it's, like... Because I'm like that, too. If I were in a situation like that, I would probably be friendly towards someone. You know, like, if... Yeah, I would be friendly. I'd be like, oh, haha, we're, you know, buddies. And then... Cause he, yeah, because even the nicest person yeah. can just turn it out to be the ugliest person. But it's just like, it was weird because she was in a hot tub full of people that she didn't like. And then everyone left. And she was just, like, left alone with Bryce, which I would not... I can see deceit in that man's eyes, and that, like, scared me. I was like, get out of there. Well, see, I think, yeah, that whole point was that she was supposed to play the naive character. Fair but see, enough. I think her character in the movie, in, like, you know, the books, it's supposed to symbolize someone who doesn't understand how we understand. Like, we're picking apart the movie, saying how, like, different things go, but for people that it's happening to in real life, they're not thinking like we're thinking. They're kind of like, oh, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm safe. He goes to my school. Like, we're not, he's kind of weird. We kind of get along, but, like, I'm okay. I will say this much, too. Shows and books and things like that that are written by older men, kind of, I mean, I don't know. I want to know what the author's credibility is for writing a story about a teen girl that's suicidal and why he thinks that she would do it or, you know, his, the thought process behind it, which I know he's trying to explain, but I know that the book was very kind of confusing for me and made her... Or made everyone that had any sort of dealing into it, even the smallest part, as if they were the bad guy. And I don't like that because, I mean, like, everyone except for Bryce <laughs> was not, you know, that bad. I would say that they definitely did have some kind of, you know, dealings with this, but they didn't deserve any of, you know, because, like the guy that got rocks thrown through his window every time they listened to the tapes. That was. I don't even remember who that was. It was. A, I don't know who he was either. The was it Tyler. Guy. Tyler, my boy Tyler. But yeah, I'm just like. I don't what think happened he to Tyler? That. What happened to Tyler? They okay. Let me. 
let's leave the whole Hannah thing. Let's skip forward a season or two. I think it was like in the season two. Might have been. Yeah, I think it was in the season two. The whole Tyler scene. Uh, I'm not really gonna mention it. You can Google it online because like no, it's very. Little, was it him that? I'm sorry. Well, no, it's very graphic. So that's no, like I'm the not nerdy gonna... guy was the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think there's only one nerdy guy. Oh, maybe it was, it was probably... him. Tyler was like the photographer. Yeah, him. Then. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I don't. So at the end names. of season two, there was a situation with one of the other guys. I forget his name at the moment. He was one of the, you know one of the villains per se. Um, the evil jocks um, they had a scene with him that really should not have been made I mean it was they shouldn't have showed it it's pretty much is what it came down to I feel like everything after the initial first season was just for shock value so they didn't it was that's why I'm like I season two is very problematic because it was like why the hell would you do that like why would you show that like <laughs> they just need something to top an actual girl committing suicide which yeah i i that like it was literally i think it was like the last episode like i think it was the very last episode like you like i just didn't understand like i actually like couldn't i don't even know if i actually watched i think i watched it and i had to like turn it off because that's how like i was crying and everything because that's how bad that scene was and for someone who has, like, I've gotten bullied before in, like, you know, elementary school, middle school and everything. Seeing something like that, like, that's really what triggering. What talking about? I'm sorry. The incident with Tyler. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I said if you, uh, you can Google it. Um, I'm not going to exactly say what happened. But, um, but. In the first season with Hannah and that whole bathtub scene, which I don't even think is on Netflix anymore, is it? Like See, the, I don't know. Because I don't think the, if it's not, I don't think the Tyler scene is either. Mm-hmm. But, um. I, I had to, like, mute it, and then I was, I had to close my eyes, because I cannot, like, that whole kind of, yeah, I don't know, so like I said, I think it was just for shock value, it was kind of to get people talking about it, which everyone did back when the first season especially came out, and I know that it started up, people were talking about, like, I know I had a friend that was like, oh, I feel like that, like, all the time, like, how Hannah feels, and I was like, ah, it just, it kind of, I wouldn't say that it started up things for the good. It just kind of made everyone feel like, is this really how, you know, I should be handling this situation or something like that? Or what would you say? I have no idea what you guys are talking about at all. Oh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you, you have you, a- you're describing a situation involving Tyler? I have no idea. Okay. So remember we were at her, um, her birthday when we went to the house and we were sitting in the living room and me and I were watching that show. As I recall, Tyler went into a post-apocalyptic future and he fought aliens of some kind. <laughs> and it was excellent. I was totally impressed of with it. Of course you remember the part that was a dream. That the, part wasn't real. It was excellent. I don't know. So I don't know. I don't have any issue with it. I frankly think that the, if the whole show is like that. Tyler, the scene he's talking about, by the way, is during season four. So... Uh. <laughs> Don't whisper it. I'm going to have to cut that out. I know you are. So I was trying to... I'm the one that's going to be editing these. Is that not a problem? He could have Googled it. Okay. It could be triggering. Is what it is. Oh. That's what I was trying to, like, do the... And then... I'm sorry. Text it to him. I know. You don't remember... Do you have your phone? I don't. 
but you can yeah. Google it. You're like, right. I should have wrote it down. Our, our uh, anyway, it's very bad. I, it's, I thought, like, as you were explaining, like, the birthday thing, that you were cutting out this whole part because. Well, no, I was trying to let him know what show he was watching to, like, let him know <laughs> what Thirteen Reasons Why is. It was the show that me and Naya was watching when we were on the trip. It was that show. But no, he knows what Thirteen Reasons Why is. Oh, he just yes. doesn't know about that particular scene. Yeah, it's really all over the place because each season's kind of like a new plot point because the book in there's only one book so they literally had to make up something still so went the, the rails yeah pretty much because like what was even season two what was season you didn't watch it I didn't <sighs> I would love to rewatch this show and just like do a deep dive and like write out a very long essay about it because that's how I feel about things that I really that boggle see, me this, that's what's an, I don't even remember what season like each season is a different kind of plot point it's like a different story maybe I, I think, will I actually know I think yeah season two was actually about Tyler and his what was going through his mind because he was also bullied in season one and he was going through some stuff as well so season two is about Tyler season three was about I think season three yeah Bryce died and so we're you spending the whole season figuring out who killed him and then season four is kind of like you know they're getting ready to graduate and you know that type of shit now do you think the show itself was triggering yes yes like extremely in the beginning or like in the first season I know that for a lot of the episodes that were dealing with heavier topics they did issue like a warning at the beginning Uh uh-huh they well season one was a suicide in a rape. And, yeah. Season two was Tyler was assaulted. I can say that Tyler was assaulted, and it was more. See, it wasn't even really about the topics per se. What was the issue was that they showed it. That's triggering. Someone who is battling with suicide and maybe cutting themselves and stuff like that. Seeing someone drown themselves. That's why I would say it's not like, like a good show that yeah. would spark a good conversation about mental health because it kind of it presents it in such an outrageous way that you can't. It it was glorifying it very much because it, it was actually showing it. It was like this, you know, it made it look beautiful. The, see, the reason why it's mainly glorified was the whole tape situation because people in real life did not really like before this yes. came out. No one's really out here making tapes, blaming and people. Too, like they might write a note or maybe even make a recording. Actually, in real life, did this? No, no. They're that's saying, what we're like, saying. That's no why one they makes were... this much of like a production. Yeah, out nobody of suicide. Yes. I was yeah, thinking... that's why it's glorified. Because like Which no one's out here making weird. tapes and I was like, passing them out. People. Absolutely. It was, it was weird because I was like, why is she? You know, like making a list, kind of. And yeah. Like, who? All the people's like you're the one that killed me. Ha ha ha! Like this yes, is the last like laugh. Who, much. Like I have depression. I'm not gonna sit here and make a list of every single person that has hurt me right before I and kill myself. I like, what? like that's that's unrealistic. Saying that only 13 things or tw- yeah, 13 yeah, things contributed I mean, like, to like what led her. To I doing mean, this. yes and no because for a lot of people it could be one thing. It could no, but be... I'm saying like I feel like very much it was the culmination of all of these things. And to me, I feel like her real breaking point was the thing with her parents. But I don't think her parents got a tape. <laughs> I don't think they... No. They, they, because the, she, like, lost the money, and they were like, well, why can't you do anything right, Hannah? And that, I feel like, pretty much triggered all of, you know, everything. Of course she was kind her, of bummed her, well, out. her breaking point was definitely Bryce. Yeah. But this led up to it, because that's why she was walking around in the first place, was because her parents... Did her parents get a tape? No, I don't think they did. I, think, I thought her mom did. Maybe. 
No, I think um I think what's his face just showed them the tapes. That was it. Yeah. I don't think she actually got one. I think he just what was his name? He's also my favorite too, little shorty. <laughs> Now, now why on earth would somebody make a choice, like an obviously independent choice, and then try to blame other people for the choice? Uh, that's you, also weird, because, or, like, it's not weird. weird. What, what choice? Any choice. I mean, I just really, why in general would you do that? How Hannah was blaming everyone else. Literally. For... She literally made a free will choice, you know, right? And then, instead of saying, you know... It is kind of like passing off the blame, which I... Wouldn't say about anyone that, like, you know, actually has I mean, that's why suicide. I'm, I'm kind of like, God, yeah. you kind of got to be careful what you mean by choice. If you mean her suicide, it's not necessarily a choice. It's a mental health issue. Uh-huh. So it's not necessarily, like, you know. Like I don't understand what it's, that. But, but, but it's I, a product of society or I don't something? understand no, it's, it's why. A, it's mental health. Like, right. her mental health is breaking to the point that she felt like she just can't be here anymore Mm -hmm. so it's not i wouldn't really necessarily say like oh she made a choice because sometimes she's not you're not really thinking so she's just particles bumping together not even making a choice the way the show presented it they did present it very much like this was something that she had been planning for a while well no i'm not i'm not just talking about the show i'm like trying to make sure like yeah that i'm talking about our viewers know so okay from this point on there is a clear distinction between real life and what happened in this show right yeah anything that happened in this show i would say is not really a good representation of what it's like to struggle it's not i I guess i'm not really talking about suicides i'm talking about choices generally which may not include suicides ever i'm just talking about choices for the show or real life just Real, maybe choices don't exist in real life. Maybe we're there's free will doesn't exist. I don't know. That's a possibility. So, are you saying, like, why would she kind of? I don't understand. Assume a choice is occurring, assume somebody is making a choice to do anything. Mm-hmm. Why, assuming that a choice is being made, would, would one on then blame the choice on someone else? Assuming it's a choice, you know, suicide, not a choice, but assume it is a choice. Assume something, something happens and it's a choice. Who knows? Whatever it would be. I can't even think of it. Like Russian roulette. Russian roulette is that? Uh, wait, that's like suicide. So is it that, is. That yeah. would be. That would that's be a choice. Like a, you're, you're, you're choosing to play the game. Choosing yeah, play, that's a choice. Okay. Yeah, but that's like not a normal, like yeah. regular suicide. <laughs> this isn't something that's that, like yeah. a stupid ass game that uh-huh. that dumb people play. Yeah, I was gonna say stupid ass <laughs> people choose to play. But like actual suicide, usually like it's not like it. Like obviously, I don't really want to like fully get into it, but it's like it's a choice but it's not you know because for a lot of people it's literally a it just happens yeah uh-huh. it's That's like what I'm, saying, I'm better off, the world is better off my parents are better off without me i lost their money mm-hmm. yeah clay is better off without me like i'm you know whatever it's like but it's like i'm not gonna be here anymore having and then, boom, seen it having seen the show myself i would say that she does present it as if all these people did something to her oh the to, show's absolutely problematic to you know like you guys don't deserve me here because obviously no one is taking me you know seriously no one's respecting me and that's kind of my biggest problem with the show is that they did this weird thing where it's just you know Hannah pretty much glorifying why she killed herself why she's like yeah I did it because of you guys and then she sent it out and then Tony was like very strict about it he was like you guys have to listen to this so you know what you did and I was like, why don't you just show it to the police? This whole thing could have been avoided. And that's like the, st- the angering thing that shows do, is they'll play it the long way instead of just, you know, here's a quick solution. But then you would have no show. Huh. 
part of it, one thing that we were talking about was that it's it's important to have the thing on. It, 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 it glorifies the thing to mm-hmm. have the thing be on screen. If you have it off screen, that doesn't glorify. It's not the that. Thing. It's just like the whole situation. Even, so even if they had put the suicide off screen, yeah, that would have still glorified she'd it. She still made no. thirteen reasons. The glorified still... part was the whole situation with the tapes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I said, in real life, usually people they might make a recording if they have that equipment already, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, or they saying. might write a this note. Is clearly but like, premeditated. Because yeah, she like, bought the tapes. She, you know, that's like, what was really like. She did what? the nail polish with the letter or numbers, and then she. It was like, just weird. It was just, yeah, it was just, like... And nobody she, said, like, this she, is extra. Yeah. Like, she yeah. asked some guy to borrow his, like, recording equipment. Yeah, him. like, it, yeah, it was, like, you, suicides in real life are not usually planned. It's what it is. And, and the th- fact that she planned out this whole thing of record, like, getting the recording equipment, getting the tapes, recording it all... And you know, writing numbers and making sure they got to the right people, and you know, and doing all that, saying. and then killed herself. That was like, what? She's clearly such an organized, functional person. Yeah. Anyway, it was she. Might, why not just become a filmmaker at that point? <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Um, I would think. Okay, I guess what I, was, I guess what you're saying is, if I, if my friend was doing this, or if somebody thought I was doing this, and I thought I saw me making all these tapes, they'd probably think George isn't gonna kill himself. He's too busy making these tapes. Yeah, it's like... And but no one knew she was making the tapes, though. What's that? No one knew she was making the tapes. No one knew she was making them. Yeah, no one had any idea she was making those tapes she until... She it totally secret. Yes. Weird. Why'd yeah. she keep it secret? Um, because she's gonna kill herself. Yeah. She <laughs> oh, she didn't want them to stop her. Yeah. I see. No. Alright. You're right. So... No, she... The whole point of making the tapes was so that everyone would feel like shit. Yeah. After, knowing that... She, they, she killed herself because of them. She was uh-huh. basically blaming and like shaming everyone, pretty much. Yeah. But, but if somebody had known about the tapes Which is before, the part that I don't agree with is that, you know, I wouldn't say, like he said, it's not a choice. This is not something that, you know. Also, I, I do want to say that in like real life, yes, there could be someone who could be like directly to blame for you feeling, you know, that low to mm-hmm. want to commit suicide. Um, and, but. Like I said, usually people aren't, they're not going to make a tape and send it to that person. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Because I can yeah. be like, oh, such and such, like I said, bullied me. Like, there are kids out here that are, you know, and it's like, for me, it's like the fact that kids are doing this is just, it's a lot. I just feel like she really, really did play the victim and she wanted people to know that she was the victim. Like, and setting aside completely what happened with Bryce, like, even before that, she was like, these people don't like me. I have no friends. And I mean, like, it was just weird because, like I said, it felt like she was throwing herself in situations where she knew that people would reject her. And I was like, why? You know, she was just migrating around to all these groups of people. And I understand that. I get that. But it was just, she knew the kind of high school she was in at this point. No one... It was just I couldn't. I could. But I told you. I know. <laughs> like me, I'm like she, skeptical of everyone. I would. But see, the thing not okay. in real life, people are skeptical. They're like she wasn't she like a new student or something. I don't no, really, I don't remember. But anyway, it was <laughs> well, like, yeah, she was actually. She I was, was like, I think she just was a new student. So she's like, I'm trying to make friends, and like, oh, they're kind of being shitty towards me. But it's like, maybe it's because I knew I'm gonna try harder. She had a good thing going with the little blonde, bleached hair kid and Alex. the other girl don't remember her name the two Jessica. that started yeah her fuck Jessica 
<laughs> but we're not gonna talk about they were cool <laughs> at the beginning and then that whole thing where it's like she had a nice butt came out and then like she slapped her i was like ooh. i am the whole thing it was just really good drama and that was it <laughs> i don't even like i don't even want to get in like just know that i did not like the jessica character at all i just think <sighs> a lot happened and i like i said i really do want to go back and rewatch it Value you need to watch like eyes. the other season. I know. I'd watch the entire series. I'd like write a review about it. You know, I'd make a whole event out of it, pretty much. My thirteen reasons why. Thirteen reasons why. Success. Yes. <laughs> That's well, why. Okay. Okay. Let me take that back. It didn't really suck ass. Thirteen reasons why. Thirteen reasons why is problematic as fuck. There we go. Does it suck? It just has flaws. Yeah, it does. Because like, like I, said, I, if I admit, thirteen reasons why. Like it has its good moments. Like there's some. Good, it's good drama. Like it's a good. Is it a drama? A drama. It, it has a bored. lot of drama in it, and I think that's but what people they could, thrive on. I this think is they should have went or went. I can't even think of the word. A different route. No. Went about things a different way. Like maybe not fully showing like the act happening could like once again triggering i would say there's some other thing to add to the list of like what could be better about it what could you know be different and one i will say is maybe if the characters had more realistic goals or more realistic things that you know more realistic characterization because no one in real life acts like these characters in this show no no listen like um the, the guy the one that was Oh my god, okay, so there's the girl that was secretly a lesbian. That doesn't happen in real life. Like, not in the way she went about it. And the guy that, the, um, he was the leader of the school yearbook club or club something. I don't know. I don't remember. Tyler? I only watched the first season. Hmm? Tyler? No. He's just, oh my god. I don't remember. <laughs> but... And even, like, okay, so there's this part. Also, they introduce fucking new characters, like, every season, and it's like, who the hell are they? Like, what? it doesn't make any sense. There was this part where they were like, oh, um, Clay can't tell on Bryce. Let's kill him. And so there was this, like, one second where they were like, no, we can't kill him. And they're like, we need to kill him. And I was like, they're gonna murder him? It was dropped. Nothing. It never came back up. And it was just really weird, because I was like, no one would instantly resort to, like, saving someone even if he had like given him money no one would resort to killing someone not like we didn't go to the same high school (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't saying like my high school but like there's been shit in the news about like oh i'm not considering it i'm just like i guess that's my problem too is i bank on my own personal experiences with people i i've only ever dealt with like rational people in my life (laughs) <laughs> for some Debatable. reason must be nice <laughs> I went to a very level headed high school the only thing we had going on was drugs and even my then, whole hometown is a hot damn mess so like can't relate at all maybe make a spinoff story about the author of 13 reasons why a grown man slowly like writing listing reasons for why he wants to kill himself because of all the mean things people say about his I told you about um how things fall apart it was a conquo 13 reasons why oh (laughs) yeah moral conquo thank goodness he's not around to see everybody trashing his lifestyle like oh a conquo beats his wives oh a conquo murders random people for no reason it was so sad (laughs) it's so sad (sighs) It was a different time, though. 
Okay. I think we about wrapped it up. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. I've had fun. Um, yeah. This was cool. Uh, definitely a different topic. Yeah, leave Mm -hmm. some topics, questions down below that you'd like us to discuss next time. Uh, also leave some comments on what we discussed today. Uh, thank you to George. Everyone say happy birthday to George in the comments. Uh, he'll be appearing every so often. We may or may not have some other guests. I know my friend actually wants to do a collab. So she might be appearing. Uh, but yeah. Uh, hopefully by the next one we'll have a name. And so that's going to be it for today. Anything else you guys want to say? Final words? Um, I think we about, yeah, we wrapped it up. Final words. Final words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Night, guys. <laughs>